it's one thing to do it in in game one of the finals, make sure you get the call right, as opposed to a regular season NBA game, high school game, whatever it might be. Chris Ello. There's never been a block charge in the history of the game where 100% of the people said, oh, yeah, that was a charge. One, a former major leaguer. One, a veteran broadcaster. Gwen and Chris starts now on 97.3 The Fan. Hour number three for Chris Ello. Hour number... 103, I think, for Tony Gwynn Jr. <laughs> he is, yeah. uh, he is. Feels he, like 103 you've hours. You got to be, you're, you're just hanging on, man. I appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate it. The fans appreciate it, man. They they, they want to hear you. Uh, Tony traveled all last night with uh, the Padres to Miami and uh, getting set for the uh, series tomorrow. I know you'll have a good time, you and Jesse Agler, on this 10 game road trip, and uh, you can listen to game one of the. Padres against it's, the Marlins tomorrow night. It's actually going to be a, a dosage of Jesse and I and Mud and I and Mud and Jesse. We're going to be playing musical chairs uh, for, the, for this road trip. Again. Yeah, sometimes we'll be on TV for three innings. We'll flip over, come back over to, to radio. It should be fun. You guys are good. That's That's not easy to do. That's talent. That's like refereeing a basketball game and fixing the outcome all at the same time. <laughs> I don't know anybody could do that. Man. That's good, Tony. Very good. Very, very, very proud of you. Uh, good to uh, have all of you with us here at uh, 8.06 Eastern Time. Just reminding Tony how late he's going to have to stay up tonight. <laughs> right. I you still know, got another you know, two hours. It, it is funny because I, I mentioned earlier that I went to Miami for the first time, and obviously when I was there, I had to go see a Dolphins game because I'm a Dolphins fan. I mean, we'll go all the way to Miami. I'm going to see a game. And it happened to be a Monday night game, and I grew up on the West Coast. And so anybody who's only lived on the West Coast is going to understand where I'm coming from here. But yeah. I went to the Monday night game. And then the game was over, and then I drove back about 45 minutes to my hotel or wherever I was, and it was like 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> and I went, wait a minute, well, how'd that happen? Brutal. <laughs> because Monday night football on the East Coast back in those days started at 9 o'clock. Wow. Yeah. It's like yeah. the NBA Finals. They start at 9 o'clock. Yes, they do. And we, we don't even realize that out here on the West Coast. The West Coast gets hosed on everything. I mean, we we've talked about the East Coast bias and and the voting. We can argue and, about this. Uh, we're not going to argue. I'm not going to argue with you about this. I think we get we get the best deal. No, we get the best deal only when it comes to the game time okay. on television. Right. That's right. when we get the best deal. But the East Coast doesn't even know we exist. The, believe me, there are people that never saw Trevor Hoffman close out a single game, which is exactly why there were people that were arguing whether or not he should be in the Hall of Fame, Tony. Yep, that is that is where I think the animosity comes from on the East mm-hmm. Coast is the fact that we don't have to get back at one thirty in the morning after going to one of those games. We get <laughs> yep. back at like 10.30, right. maybe 11, and we get a good night's sleep, go to work the next day. We're not grumpy. We got our eight hours in. They don't get that. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I, I think they take that out on us. As it pertains to the West Coast teams, when it comes to polling, when it comes to guys who deserve a little bit more accolades, uh, if they're on the West Coast, they're getting the short end of the stick most of the time. 
Yeah, so I, there's no argument there. You have an argument against that, Scraby? No, no, I thought you were saying that we got screwed, but we we, we don't really get that, you know. No, I'd rather, I didn't say yeah, that word, yeah, first yeah, of you all. Didn't, you didn't. I said a better word than that. <laughs> yes. I don't use words like that. Oh, come on. on this, I don't. I, I know you don't, but that's how I, I talk. I said we get hosed. <laughs> that's how, we, that's how <laughs> I talk. <laughs> that's how I talk much cleaner than that. Yes. I know English good, but it's but it is it is. I mean, and it's been a problem for Major League Baseball has been the fact that the World Series games keep going later and later and later. Yeah. It doesn't affect anybody on the West Coast. We can easily stay up till eight or eight thirty to watch the end of a game. But if you are a kid going to you know you're in eighth grade, you're going to have to have you know your parents are going to have to say I'll give you the go ahead. You imagine Tony? I mean. Sixth inning of a World Series game, and you know, time to go to bed. Uh, like, but that has to happen to a lot of kids on the East ha- Coast. It has to happen to a lot of kids. Sure, I, I mean, I remember being out here for the World Series uh, when the Padres were. Oh, here. right, yeah. And, yeah, and it was it was much. You got done with the game. It was much later than we were used to. All of us are all spent, especially after all the trash I talked during those days. <laughs> I was tired and ready to go to sleep, and it deserving slow. It was close to one o'clock at that point. That's right. That's right. So it's a it's a little different world. All right, we got a big five to get to. Scrape, do you want to do it, or do you want to want to start it? What do you want to do? We, Let's we talk too much right there. Move it to the next segment. Let's just wait another minute. <laughs> we yeah. ran our mouths too much we about ran, it. We ran our I lived mouth. in Cincinnati for uh, a year, and that's the the east, God, God bless that's, you. That's the East Coast. Well, it's East Time Zone. Yes, it is. It's so. right on the the border. And I remember the first game of the year, the Monday Night Football games of the year. You know how they have a double header. Well, I'm a 49ers fan, and that game didn't start until about 10 Eastern. Yeah. So it didn't get over until 1:30 in the morning or whatever on the East Coast. So you're absolutely right. No one sees any west coast sports and on the east coast at all do you know why i'm speechless right now no i i'm i'm trying to figure that out speechless i thought jim russell was the only bay area fan that we had to put oh, up with oh no you didn't know these two guys were both <laughs> i didn't know scraby and jim russell are oh, yeah. both bay area guys scraby's just a lot quieter with his he's when they're winning like he deep down he's super excited but Jim is more of a, a talkative one. Yeah, he I likes ma- to let you know. About oh, yeah. I'm mainly just a 49ers guy for the Bay Area. I mean, I, I do like Bay Area teams. You're not, you're not just a 49ers <laughs> guy. Be honest. I like the Giants. Yeah, I like, I like the Warriors. I but I, I do love the Padres. Come on. Oh, you I don't know. I don't know what you like. I, I I've have been no li- idea. I've lived here since 2000. Or since 2000. So... That's a good amount of time. Well, I've lived here since 1980. I'm still not a, you know, I was never a Charger fan. Let's put it that way. Well, yeah, you saw a documentary when you were five on Dolphins, and <laughs> you became <laughs> a right. Dolphin fan for life. That's right. That is how that is how you became a Dolphin he fan. He saw Flipper, Chris. and he became a fan. No, I wasn't Flipper. <laughs> Regular cool dolphins, National Geographic dolphins. Yes, there and, you go. And don't don't anybody tell me that you haven't gone to SeaWorld a couple of times in your life and said, "God, I love the dolphins." I would definitely have said that. Everybody has said that. Was referring did, to the football team? No, though. just uh, they don't make the connection to the football team. I did. Did you boycott so. the movie The Cove when it came out? I didn't boycott it. I didn't see it though. No. Uh, was that a movie about dolphins? I didn't even know. Oh uh, uh, yeah, about. Dolphins that die. So oh, I, I bring God, I bring it down again. Nice. I bring why it down again. A, why would they even do a movie about that? It was a documentary. That. A documentary. Not, not only oh. do you have a foul mouth, scary baby, <laughs> you are also talking about killing dolphins on our show. Gosh. Man, you're terrible. <laughs> yeah, you know, just trying to do my part. 
<laughs> I didn't get to see you guys yesterday, so now I get to see Chris and I get to talk to you, Tony. That's it's, terrible. It's good. Terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> My goodness. Be nice to dolphins. What have they ever done to you? I don't know. They did you know in the in World War II they used to train dolphins? Oh, they would put goodness. needles on go. the nose of the dolphin and it would go up to people and people would say, Oh, what a nice dolphin, and then the needle the dolphin would poke the person and it would give them a disease. <sighs> Have you ever been walking along a beach on a morning? With a young lady, no, and great. had a dolphin swim by in the surf. <laughs> Believe me, that is one of the most romantic moments. That, which Scraby, you don't know what I'm talking. about. <laughs> I don't. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Clearly, I don't either. Uh, I don't. I don't get in uh, ocean I love water. Dolph- I, well, yeah. I don't me do ocean water. Get I don't out do of ocean. ocean scary. Don't do ocean water. But you swim. I swim, just not in the ocean. That's always been my one criticism, by the way, of Michael Jordan. Okay. Right. You can't swim? You can't swim. Can you believe yeah. that? I don't no, understand I people that can't swim. I don't I get it. That. I no, jumped in the be- pool when I was two and I figured it out. All right, you figured it, but whatever. But my point is, is Michael Jordan is called the greatest athlete in the history <laughs> of sports. That's so true. Which is you. true. Nobody argues it, right? He just, he's got the mantle. But there's one very important athletic endeavor that he cannot even do at all. <laughs> Simple swim. Simple wow. swim. He can't, he cannot swim. Unless that, pissed. unless he's learned, but uh, I know in the you know when I used to read Bulls books and stuff, he didn't swim. Well, uh, let me tell you something: so. the, the older you get, it's less likely that you're adding on new tricks <laughs> like swimming. <Yeah. laughs> that, that's not usually happening later on now, after your sports. Now that I've turned into my, now that I'm into my fifties, I'd like to take up swimming, please. <laughs> Did you see Michael Jordan in the pool with a little bunch of six-year-olds? No, no. <laughs> the instructor trying to. You know tell him he what is a do. big uh, gambling guy. You should bet him that he can or he can swim, and then he'll have to try to swim. Wow. I'm pretty sure that's already happened. I'm sure some teammates have come across the fact that he can't swim. <laughs> I gotta believe, and, and, and have bet him that he couldn't learn, and he probably turned it down. Because he doesn't want to learn how to swim. Well, either that or they threw like $500 to the bottom of a pool and said, <laughs> it's yours, Michael, if you want it. And they're like, wait, he's not coming back up. Uh-oh. Yeah. No. Yeah, Michael Jordan can't swim. I think it's a, a very interesting thing. That was back in the old $500 bill days right there. Just throw it on down there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> maybe, maybe five Benjamins, okay? There Didn't we have go. to be one bill. All right, let's leave some time for the Big Five. That's next. I'm Chris Ello. I'm Tony Gwynn Jr. Gwynn. San Diego's new home for Padres baseball, 97.3, The Fan. The. See you on the field, superstar. Big. Woohoo! Let's say, sports fans. Five. Hope you're ready for this. The Big Five. Big Five. Big Five. Okay, Scraby, the uh, stage is yours. The uh, The Golden Knight has finished off demolishing all of the people dressed up in Capitol uniforms. <laughs> the, the open of this uh, hockey game it's amazing, uh, is right? crazy. Yeah, It is crazy. It is crazy. They're going to play hockey there, I think, I think in the next half hour or so, they might finally start <laughs> that Stanley Cup game. I think, but... I think Washington got some heat for trying to emulate the, the Knights' uh, show before the game started in their game one at home. Did they? Yeah. I didn't notice that. But I do know this. The Capitals have blown five three games to one series leads in their history. More Uh-oh. than any other team. So that has to be on their minds. Uh-oh. Go scroll. Number five.
Terrell Owens, you guys know that I, I'm not a big fan after my run-in at the Super Bowl with him and his uh, speakers while he was on the radio. But anyway, he'll be <laughs> inducted into the Hall of Fame this summer, uh, but has announced he will not be attending the enshrinement ceremony. He said in a social media post, quote, while I'm incredibly appreciative of this opportunity, I have made the decision to publicly decline my invitation to attend the induction ceremony in Canton. I think publicly is the word there. Many people think this is a little childish after making such a big deal about getting into the Hall of Fame. Chris, we're going to start with you. What do you think about T.O. turning down his in- induction ceremony? I think it's terrible. What's his, what's his reasoning? I'm looking he to wants see to what celebrate his with his, his family by himself in the private, but he wants to publicly decline. That's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. I think they should take him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't say it. Don't say oh, it. Oh, you're going to say they take him out? That's what it sounded like he was going to say. I was kind of getting ready. To. <laughs> wow! Because he wouldn't go. Why? Is that he would not be going? that would be doubly as childish. I just oh, hope- you're not going to come to our party? Well, you're not invited. <laughs> Good point. Well, okay. Here's the thing. Somebody needs to sit sit him down and say, Terrell. Okay, it's great that you want to be with your family, but. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of fans and people that have helped you get to this point who would like to see you at this ceremony. You owe it to them to be there. Somebody's got to straighten him out here on this. Tony? I disagree with that reasoning being why he should go. He should go because he dang near cried about (laughs) not going the previous year and put up this huge stink about he's definitely and look rightfully so he should have been in the first time and i don't disagree with that at all but at some point somebody's got to be the adult in the room all right you got to you got in just go it's 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 part of the whole thing of being in the hall of fame you know the thing that you wanted to have so bad you should go, man. This is so. This you is think childish. maybe he's not going because he's actually trying to make a point that he should have gone. The first. Oh, okay. No, this that's is the this, whole deal. This is this is this is to. Yeah, the same to we've been the watching for. Old, this is the reason why he didn't get in the first time because he pulls crap like this. And at the Super Bowl, he does interviews with a pair of headphones around his neck playing music. Hey, Scrape, he's, he's been tackled and hit in the head a few times, man. Maybe that's just how he's comfortable. Oh, whatever. Number four. New England Patriots wide receiver Julian Edelman is facing a four-game suspension for violating the NFL's policy on PEDs. The suspension is currently under appeal as Edelman has taken, quote, hundreds of tests and has not ever tested positive before. Tony, let's start with you. Does this surprise you at all? No. He plays football. Uh, He's fresh off of a torn knee. Uh, It doesn't surprise me. And he could have just saved himself the trouble of dropping the hundreds of tests and not been tested positive. That's pretty much everybody who's in the league. And then the first time they test positive, that applies to them. So uh, not buying it, not surprised either. Uh, football, it's kind of it's kind of the reputation. This seems to happen every year. And, you know, it, we wait for four games, and then nobody really thinks about it anymore. Chris? I, I'm just going to just uh, totally agree with Tony 100% for the reason that I'm just tired of even remotely trying to stick up for these guys that keep getting tested positive for PEDs. Just take your punishment and be quiet. Number three. Steph Curry was caught golfing on Tuesday, and reports say he has played at least two rounds of golf during the finals. This is an age-old question that happens all the time, but we haven't talked about it on this show yet. So, Chris, what do you think of him playing golf during the finals? Are you okay with it? How's he playing in the finals? Any good? Not last night. Oh, whatever. Well, he made a big three. Last yeah, that's here. a good point. He made a big three. Oh, well, then he must have had a bad game last night because he was golfing. Well, he went he went 0 for 9 until he made that last three. I don't care. He can do whatever <laughs> he wants. And, 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 and you know what? 
everybody should be able to, within reason, be able to relax any way they feel they need to relax between games, golfing included. Tony, break. I agree. And, and I mean, listen, he he should be. This this is a stressful time of year for for these guys. And and if he wants to blow off some steam by playing eighteen. Uh, let him do it. I think uh, you just have to be willing to deal with the repercussions if something goes wrong. You know, if you get hurt out there or if you don't play well for the rest of the series and your team loses. I mean, those open those type of things open you up. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't or can't do them. But those are those are some of the things that come along with being caught playing golf uh, on your spare time. People, society, it feels like most athletes should focus on what they're doing at that time and. Uh, you just got to be prepared to deal with what comes with it. He got to play Firestone, too, which is a really, really nice course. I'm not mad at him at no, all. Go ahead, not get your at golf all. on, Steph. Exactly. Do you remember, do you remember Jordan uh, during a Eastern Conference Finals one year in New York, went to Atlantic City all night long? <laughs> really? Do, oh, yeah. I do remember it. Yeah, they spotted him like at 4 in the morning at the craps table or something That's in Atlantic hilarious. City. And so they got all over Michael Jordan and criticized him the way you're trying to. And he, then he buried the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. That was a big mistake. It's like, leave him. That, and that's what my point is. If you're going to go out and produce, it's all good. And as long as your team is winning, nobody's going to say anything. Yep. Number two. The Athletics' Jason Lloyd said after the game last night, he was given an anonymous quote from a player stating that the Cavs would be up three to nothing in the series if they had Kyrie Irving. Uh, Is this more of a slight to LeBron or Cavs owner Dan Gilbert? Tony, let's start with you. I think that's a slight to Dan Gilbert. I think you would, you couldn't be 3 and 0 with just Kyrie Irving. You'd have to be Kyrie Irving and what LeBron is doing this postseason. That's what would that's the only way that they would even have a chance to be up 3. I think even that's a little absurd in my opinion. But uh there's a point there and I think that is a direct shot at the owner Dan Gilbert, but uh, he's so high on his he's too, too high on his high horse to even <laughs> hear something like that. Chris I don't really like your question. Whoa, why? Well, because I think the the real issue here is kind of what Tony referred to. There's just I don't care if they had Kyrie Irving and Michael <laughs> Jordan and Kobe Bryant. They're no, nobody's going to be up three nothing on this <laughs> right. Golden State team. Right. That's the whole point. Well, I here. didn't say that. The, I know the Cavs you did. Player said that. Well, that's wrong. That's what makes it more surprising, right? That the Cavs players say. Yeah, it's wrong. I, I, I don't think any I, the, the Hall of Fame of all stars would have trouble going up three nothing on the Golden State Warriors. Which I guy agree. do you think it is? Which Cavs? Do you think it's Rodney Hood? Oh, whoever. <laughs> I don't think it's Rodney Hood. I don't think. It's do you think Rodney it was Ty Lue? <laughs> it could have been Ty Lue. But I would they love said, to pl- know. They said player. What they if said LeBron player. said it? So that probably means it was Jr. Oh, yeah. He probably <laughs> forgot, though. He probably forgot. No, Number wait. one. It wasn't JR because JR thinks they're leading the series 3 0 <laughs> right now. He doesn't even know. The Mets are in the seller's market before the trade deadline, it seems. Reports are out saying they are open to tra- trading Noah Syndergaard and Jake DeGrom. Chris, let's start with you. Who would you trade out of the two? This is easy. Which guy would I trade? Yeah, which guy? Uh, if I would trade Syndergaard because he's so injury prone, it's not even yeah. funny. That's Same thing the guy with you, Yeah, no doubt. And, and and DeGrom, not only has he been healthy, but he's been really, really good when he's been healthy. Like, top-tier good. And I think if either, really, if either one of those two guys is on the, uh, on the trade block, I think this is going to be a very, very interesting trade uh, summer because uh, there's going to be a lot of teams that need starting pitchers. And you think about Syndergaard, you think about DeGrom, the next guy on that list is probably Tyson Ross right now. So mm. you just think about the gap between those guys. I think 
it's a uh, it's, it, it it makes for an interesting summer when the trade deadline comes across. Tony, you mind your p's and q's. I don't even <laughs> want you mentioning Tyson Ross as a possible Trust me, trade. I ship. don't want Tyson to go anywhere, but. It's it's kind of looking that way. I wouldn't give too much up for Syndergaard if I was anybody. And you know what? The Padres really need a starting pitching. We already talked about that. I, I, they have a glut of outfielders. If they think they can make a move, they, you know, Noah Syndergaard would certainly be a message to the Padres. My goodness, we're going to make a run for it. The problem is, is he probably wouldn't be able to stay healthy till the end of the year. But you know, the even more beautiful thing is, is those guys are still under control for a little bit. I think, or at least yeah. maybe Syndergaard is. So. You could get a guy like that and be able to kind of work with him a little bit and see where it goes. But that's it's not going to happen. <laughs> right. Look, if Noah Syndergaard gets traded, he's not coming to the San Diego Padres. No, I mean, <laughs> when is the last? Seriously, when is the last time the biggest name out there ended up with the San Diego Padres? At any time, at, any- at a deadline, I don't know if that's ever happened. Exactly. Really strong effort from you guys today. Yeah. This, this strong effort from you today. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, you're back on. Thank today. you. Oh, good. Oh, wait, good. wait a minute, wait. wait, wait, wait. That's Gwen and Chris. You got to step your game up for, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you don't get too much credit for this one. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I can't wait until one of you loses today. Well, it's going to happen. It's inevitable. That somebody's going to lose their straight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't do we uh, need to give the phone numbers out? Are we do I, doing? Do I, are I we guess doing I need a tiebreaker. Are we yeah, doing the game? Let's, next? let's do the game next. 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. That is the number. Dial it in now because when we come back, it's going to be another edition of Gwyn versus Chris. When you call, tell the call screener, our good friend Brett Friend over there, tell him whether you pick Tony Gwynn Jr. to win or you pick Chris Ello to win. And we will have our contest. And the winner who backs the right person We'll get a family four-pack of tickets to SeaWorld. Simple as that. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call right now, 833-288-0973. Then Gwen versus Chris. Uh, I don't even hear any smack talk today from either either party. <laughs> it was a little it was a little uh, crazy to get the show started. Yeah, I'm jet lagged. I can't. I don't have nothing for you. Yeah, today. I don't either. <laughs> but I do want to perform well for the person who's going to call and we know is going to be smart enough to meet. <laughs> it would be a good pick today. I'm just going to go out and let and say that. Really? Yeah. All right. So even Tony's telling you to call up and pick me. <laughs> <laughs> so that ought to give you all the knowledge you need. Uh, dial us now, 833-288-0973. We'll come back. Gwen versus Chris next. I am the Chris part of that. <laughs> I'm Tony Gwynn Jr. And it's Gwen and Chris. San Diego's only FM sports station, 97.3, The Fan. Florida, Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello. Chris, of course, is in San Diego at the Intercom Empire. You're listening to Gwynn and Chris, fresh off of the Big Five. And going right into a Gwynn versus Chris battle. And going right into a Gwynn versus Chris battle. Should we play the favorite open? Yeah, why not? No, that's not it. Are you kidding me? Aren't you on the P's and Q's? Yeah, that was that was bad, guys. Do it again. Well, I got to go find it now because it's not there. <laughs> I got to go I, find it now. I don't now. know where, where the heck it went. But I hope the I'm, people out there realize what we have to deal with on a daily basis. <laughs> I, I think 
No, that's not it either. All right. Uh, well, while I'm looking for it, uh, Jason is going to be playing for Chris today. No, and- he is not. Oh. I'm going to be playing for Jason. Well, yeah, that's why I'm at. That's why I'm, at. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to help you out. Okay, I found it. One learns from the internet. One learns from ancient scrolls. One sends emails. The other uses carrier pigeons. One uses an app. The other waits for a newspaper. But does that matter? In the battle for sports trivia supremacy, we'll find out now in, in Gwyn versus Chris. All right, so like I said... Chris is playing for Jason, and Tony is playing for Mario. So, All right. last week, I believe Chris won. Is that correct? Yeah, he did. He's on a two-game win streak. He's on a two-game win streak. Okay, so we're going to go back to the original format because uh, my questions were a little weird last week. Where What do you mean they were weird last week? They were definitely weird last week. Oh. Come on. <laughs> I know you won, but they we're were going, weird. We're going back. Basically, what we're, I just want the listeners to understand. We're going back to the style of game that Tony won. <laughs> That's it's a better game. Basic. Oh, I see. It's a okay. better game. Let's just be honest. Okay. It's a better game. All right. Well, let's see what happens today. All right. So, Tony, we're going to start with you since you are down two to one. What is the rules of the game? Are you going to explain <laughs> it to the listeners or what are you going to do? Well, I was going to ask a question first, but the rules of the game are that I'm going to ask you guys questions. And so if it's, it's number related and whoever gets closest to the number will win the point. And uh, at the end of the game, whoever gets the five first will be the winner for their person, and I probably explained that really terribly. You sound a little unsure about the rules there. I'm a little like. unsure about the rules because I'm a little <laughs> unsure about myself on the board today. So Should we... Now, I'm just throwing this out there. Tony, yeah, you're you're involved in this, but should we have any particular... I guess we. it's hard to put a rule in, because what happened last time we did this number thing is that one of us said a number... And we just, and post, we just box per, out. Yeah, the next person... It's like the price just, is right. Yeah, just said one number higher so that they would be closer. Well, is there any way to about prevent that? that? If I would have thought about that, then uh, we could have done something, but today we can't. All right, so it's today it's, we can't. It's so a this strategy is a game. This is, this is a game. Like. This is a game in progress. Still. A game still, in progress. We're trying to figure out the exact best rules for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a way to there's a way to uh, keep the person from boxing you out. Just get the number exactly right when you guess, and <laughs> right then you don't on have to worry about it. No, yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. First question, Tony. And there is stealing. Remember that. I'm just kidding. Stealing. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. How can you do that? Uh, okay. The question is, this year's golf U.S. Open will be at Shinnecock Hills in New York. How many years has the U.S. Open been played? In the history of U.S. Open? In the history of U.S. Open. Jeez. Which geez. one is this? They always kind of say the number before it. It's a good one. Good question. Thank you. I'm going to say 115. 115. Oh you know what's hilarious? I was going to say that exact same thing. <laughs> where, where are you? And I don't have any idea what it is, so I'll go with my next choice. And I'm not going to do the box out thing because I just don't like that. I'm going to go with 118th. And I'm not boxing out. I just that's And there's what no I think. Googling on each side because you guys can't see each other today. No. I'm not Googling. No, Chris I'm not, is not, not Googling. Googling. I'm looking. I'm we're looking. Not Googling. I go 118. I think it's a few more than 115, but I was honestly going to say 115. All right. The answer, Tony says 115, Chris says 118. The answer is, this will be the 118th USO wow. play. Wow. Wow. Is that why you needed to say that he's not on the internet right now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that is exactly why. <laughs> wow. Because he just got it spot on, which is wow. ridiculous. That's That was a complete, total, utter guess. But Good one. Good that, one. That was a good guess. All right. 
But yours was pretty pretty good. It was really good, actually. Both of you were really close. All right. So (laughs) what do you mean we were really close? Yeah, he was was close. (laughs) He was close. I was right. Well, you said originally you were one fifteen. So that's true. You were forced to be one eighteen. Fair point. All right. Chris is up one to nothing in the game. We're gonna. uh, This question is for. Both of you justify. When, when is the 118th U.S. Open? Golf? It's next weekend. Next weekend. Next right. weekend, yeah. Okay. Justify is attempting to become the 13th horse to complete the Triple Crown. Since 1875, when the Triple Crown be- began, how many horses have had a chance to complete the Triple ca- Crown with a Belmont win? So, in or- other words, they won the first two and they were going for their third. How many horses oh, in the history? Good Very good question. Thank you. Chris, you can uh, go first. This includes, um, is it, well, uh, no fair I guess asking you this, but I'll try it anyway. <laughs> Does this include the ones that have actually done it, or are you asking me how Good many question. have tried and not made it? Correct. How many have tried and not made okay. it? Okay. So how many have won the first two legs of the Triple Crown and then lost in the, the Belmont? Yes. 20. 20. Okay. Tony? I'm going to say 13. 13. The answer is 24. So Chris gets oh it again God. with 20. 24 horses have won the first two legs and missed out on the Triple Crown. Let's change the rules. The last- <laughs> All right. It's a Chris 2-0. First person to five wins for their player. We're going to start with you, Tony, this time. All right. Serena Williams recently pulled out of the French Open due to injury, but she has played in many Grand Slams. How many singles Grand Slam titles has she won? Single Grand Slam titles. Yes. Not the doubles, just the single. God, like 24. Okay, 24. Chris? That was a really good guess, but I honestly think I know this one. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. Uh, I think she's, well, let's see. Graphs won 22. I don't know. I think she tied her. 22. Okay, you guys tie because the answer was 22. Or, yeah. That's what? what I said. No, no, no. T- sorry. The answer was 23. I am really bad today. <laughs> really, really, really bad. The answer was 23. You said 22. Tony said 24. Oh, so we so pushed. We we I push. knew I was right around there. Yeah. We pushed. Right. So it's still 2 nothing. Still 2 nothing. I'll get myself together here. Tony, you still up first. Okay. You know what? I don't think you're going to get yourself together. <laughs> I don't think so either. I'm trying do to convince you, hey, myself. Hey, Tony, do you think he's going to get himself together? I don't together? think he's shot. It's 841 my time, so I don't think you have. You're not getting it done. <laughs> All right, Tony. 49ers Hall of Fame coach Bill Walsh coached the 49ers for 10 years. How many winning seasons did he have? Eight. Chris? How many? What was the question? How many winning seasons out of 10 did Bill Walsh have coaching the 49ers? Yeah. He was, I, I'm almost sure he was 2-14 and 14 his first season. Although maybe it wasn't him. Um, I'll just, you know what, I'm, I think it wasn't him. I think he came in and immediately won. I'm going to say 10. For the win, Tony says 8. Chris says 10. Bill Walsh had 7 winning seasons. That gives ah. the point to Tony. I'm still mark. alive. You're still know. alive. Yeah, very much alive. It's only two to one. It's early in the game. It is two to one. Okay. Good old Ed Walsh of the 1908 Chicago White Sox. Oh, has, good old Ed Walsh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Related the, to Bill Walsh in any way? You no, know, I don't think so. Maybe right. though. I should have looked that up. <laughs> he has the no, record. I don't think so. Maybe. I don't. Let me go check. <laughs> I mean, Alex Trebek doesn't have anything to worry about. Let's be honest about this. I think he does. 
He has a good old Ed Walsh. Remember, we're talking about him. Mm-hmm. He has the record for most innings pitched in a season with 464. Jeez. Chris, how many complete games did he pitch that year? It's going to be more than one. He had to have like... <laughs> yes, it's going to be more than one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, wow. Well, I don't know. 40? Okay. Chris says 40. Tony, what do you think? How many... Innings did he have? Complete games did he pitch that year. No, how many innings did he finish? Oh, oh sorry, you're asking me. He yeah. had 464. Oh, man. I'm going to say... I don't even know where to begin on this. Uh, uh, tw- 26. Chris says 40. Tony says 26. Good old Ed Walsh pitched 42 complete wow. games that year. So Chris gets the point. 3 to 1 Chris over Tony. 42 complete games in what year? 1908. And there may not be 42 complete games in the whole major leagues this year. <laughs> no. Right. Yeah, that's pretty insane. Yeah. There won't be 42 complete I know. games. He started 76 year. that year. Started 76, so he 76 So games. that means he stunk 34 times. Yeah, yeah they had to Isn't take that crazy? That's that's a little weird. All right, Chris leads 3 to 1 over Tony. This right. is going to be a weird question. I'm just setting you guys up for oh, this. Oh, like okay. all the other ones have no, been these really have been normal. great. These have been great. Oh. Uh, all right, NFL punter Jeff Fegels holds the record for NFL, in the NFL for punts with over 71,000 yards in his career. What was his career average in yards for a single punt? Tony, we'll go with you first. Wait, what? And well, Tony just went. Or no, no, I'm sorry. It, it is your turn to go first. Yeah. Well, well, I'm sorry. Repeat the question. His punting average, basically. His punting average for his career for a, a punt. What was his punting average per punt? Per punt. Yeah. Uh, forty-eight point seven. Yeah. Okay, Chris. That's a good, fair guess. Why are you laughing at his guess? <laughs> uh, what, I don't what, know. What was so comical about forty-eight points? So the point seven got me. The, uh, well, it's the odds are that it's not going to be a point zero. Well, can you? The just odds guess, are please? that it's going to be point something else. <laughs> you just guess, please. <laughs> Tony said forty-eight point seven. Uh, I don't think Fiegel's Fiegel's was a good punter, but I think he punted in the era where they didn't quite punt that that far. So I'm going to go about forty-four. Forty-four and Tony oh, three, says, three small, three shorter than me. Not that far. Yeah, I mean, he's well, not I wasn't going to go twenty-seven. I mean, he was an NFL punter. I mean, I got to get him in the forties. Forty-four yards a punt. I don't know. Chris says forty-four. Tony says forty-eight point seven. Jeff Fiegel's in his career averaged forty-two yards a point. That's it. That means Chris gets another yeah, point. Jeff he is Fiegel up four stunk. to one right now. Jeff Fiegel stunk forty-two point seven. That's it. Yeah, forty-two. Guys average over How many points 50 is, now. Oh, he has to get five points to win? He has to get five points, so there's oh, one more point. Okay. You're one still point. alive. All right. All right, we talked about T.O. just a little bit ago. With Chris up 4-1, to one, we're going to start with you, Chris. Okay. How many career touchdown passes did T.O. catch? Oh, good one. Um, 125. Jeez. Tony? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say... 104. 104. If Chris gets this right, he wins the game. Yes, we know. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Terrell Owens caught 153 touchdown passes what? in his career. That means wow. that Chris is the winner. 
Tony has fallen again. And that also means... I'm looking for my piece of paper. That Jason is our winner of the SeaWorld tickets today. Good job, Chris. That's three in a row. Congrats, well, Jason. Congrats to Jason. That's Sorry, Mario. That was a, that's a luck game all the way around. I told you that it wasn't a good day. And your head was, yeah. You, you All-night flight. If I do an all-night flight, we play this game. I like his chances. <laughs> that's a tough game. That's a tough game to play with all your faculties, let alone. No, yeah, no kid. Because, no I mean, kid. you're trying to figure all these crazy numbers out. Really, 153 for To though. That's really have you good. Ever, maybe that's why he's so upset. Maybe he should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> they ought to think about putting that guy in the Hall of Fame. Have you guys ever really looked at his stats? They are his ridiculous. stats are stupid. They're, They're dumb, ridiculous. Yeah. Well, they are, but and I'm not taking it away from him. But he Sounds did play. Like <laughs> no, I'm not. But he played in an era where they caught a lot more touchdown passes. Oh, obviously, my goodness. Than, why is that an oh my goodness? I mean, there was Jerry receivers. Rice was catching quite a lot of touchdown passes. Yes, but I mean, there was great receiver. Like I'm, I'm going to give you a great receiver, and I, I, I want you to look him up, Scraby, while we're <laughs> chit chatting. Okay. I'm ready. This is a Hall of Fame wide receiver, Paul Warfield, spelled just like it sounds. Hall of Fame wide receiver with the Cleveland Browns and Miami yep, Dolphins. I got his stats. What are you One looking for? One of the all-time greatest receiver. I don't know if you guys ever saw him play, but if you ever, ever able to find some footage on YouTube of Paul Warfield, he was a ballerina on cleats. Oh, was, yeah, I remember. I remember he was incredibly him. good. But I, And I'm not even looking. How many career touchdowns did he catch? Because he played in the 70s and 60s. 85. 85. Yeah, which is pretty good. That's a lot. That's a lot then. I would have even thought it was that many. Four double-digit seasons uh, with touchdown passes that he caught. But, I mean, this guy, he was on that perfect uh, 1972 Miami Dolphins Keep team. Keep in mind, but he, he, was, uh, he was better. He was just a remarkably great receiver. But he just played in a different era. Where if he different had played era in this and era, different season length. Yes, right. 14, 14 games. Yeah, If he had played in this era, he would have caught like 152 because he was just unbelievable. Anyway, I just thought it would make a comparison between like a guy like that and T.O. who honestly caught twice as many touchdown passes. T.O. But there's no way T.O. was twice as good as Paul Warfield. That's my point. The dude played on a broken leg in like three weeks. He's Terrell Owens Owens is is a Hall of Famer and deserves it. But I'm just telling you guys, and anybody who's in my era or above would agree with me. He goes into the as a 49er, right? He has to. But he did go to a Super Bowl with the Eagles. So T.O. Yeah, T.O. Oh, he's probably going into the 49er. I don't even. The NFL doesn't really give them the choice. Yeah, Yeah, I think they they just make a hat. No. They don't wear a hat, so I don't think it. Really, he's he's just going into the Hall of Fame. He's just going to the Hall. Really? Because I thought there was some sort of question that T or uh, LT might go in as a Jet. Oh, you know what? You're right. I don't, but they don't wear a hat, so it's not like you know when Baseball Fame they have the team's hat. You just are recognized. Wait, are as, you serious? The LT's thinking of going in as a Jet? No, he's no, already in there, as a Charger. But there, there uh, was some discussion. Oh, there, was? That, there was some scu- discussion oh, there for. A little I put bit. that out of my head. I can't even believe that was a possibility. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, wow. think, really I, don't think it, I don't think anybody took it seriously, but it was some discussion that it okay. was going to happen that way. But, yeah, I, I'd have to see. I've been to the Hall of Fame. Uh, T- 
T.O. should definitely go in as a as a. Uh, I think 49er. of him as a 49er. Yeah, even though he was with the what the Cowboys and the Eagles, the Eagles, the the, the Bills, the Bengals, bunch of other teams by the end. But T.O. had some of my favorite celebrations. Oh, of yeah. all time the pom poms, <laughs> going to the Star in Cowboys uh, Stadium oh, was yeah. just epic. I didn't and like it, that at all. It, that I, was totally disrespectful. I loved it. Totally disrespectful. Get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what he was saying. This yeah, is my star. This no, is it isn't my your star. star. Show a little respect. But for the I game. also, in fairness, I also love Teague running down there and putting the helmet to oh, him. Okay, fair. I enough. love that part too. It was just good all around trash talk. And then his my favorite of all, Sharpie. Nope, Sharpie oh, wasn't he didn't my do favorite. The Sharpie. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did the Sharpie. He did against the Seahawks on Monday Night Football. Joe Horn did the phone. Yeah, Joe Horn did the phone. But my favorite celebration. I think I know where you're going. Was. Uh, against the Ravens, he scored a touchdown and did Ray Lewis's dance, and there was some chatter because he was close to being a Raven, and it didn't happen. And there was some kind of talking back and forth. He catches like a little uh, in and out route, texts up, scores a touchdown, and does the Ray Lewis dance. I thought that was that was epic as well. I was not a fan of the Ray Lewis dance. Again, get <laughs> off my lawn. But you a fan of Ray Lewis? Yes. He's a fantastic player, although I'm not a thousand percent enthralled with how he got in and out of that murder charge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I found that so funny, but it's, who, it's not who really enjoys a murder charge. <laughs> well, Ray Lewis got out of it all right. I mean, he, he was involved in a in the killing of two people. Yeah, that's and not and, and about a year later was the MVP of the Super Bowl. Um, you know. I, I wasn't there, so I, I'm not going to be able to say that he did or didn't do it. But he was certainly <laughs> he was uh, he was incarcerated, accused. right, for quite right. a while, and uh, was able to you know get out of the get out of the charges. So, but he was ultimately uh, he was cleared. Found I guess is guilty. fair enough. Yeah, so. didn't Terrell Owens win Dancing with the Stars, or was he just in Dancing with the he Stars? He was in it. I don't know if he won it. Did he win it? I don't know. I, I don't keep track. I, 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 I actually mean, I'll, don't I'll keep track of that. <laughs> I'm going to have some trivia questions with uh, Dancing with the Stars next week. How many NFL players have won <laughs> Dancing with the Stars? Tony, let's start with you. <laughs> Is that how I sound? Is that oh. how I sound? I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to sound like that. that I'm trying to sound like that 1925 baseball announcer. I was going to say, that sounds like the guy. Yeah. 1925. That's you. There you go. T.O. did not win. He did not. Okay. Yeah. T.O. Jerry did pretty good though. Jerry Rice did good. I feel like he might have won. Somebody, a football no, player Emmett has Smith won. won. Emmett Smith won. That's right. That's yeah. who it was. Mm-hmm. Leave it did to Brian Colangelo win? Uh, <laughs> he's not Wouldn't winning he in win? life right now. <laughs> I know that. What a uh, story that was today, by the way. I mean, wow. I mean, we we both saw this coming though. We both said that this was going to end in him not Badly. having a job, and sure enough. I mean, man, what is the dinner table like at this point? <laughs> well, I don't think there's really a whole lot of problem with the dinner table because what you're asking basically is how is Jerry Col- or what is this? is it Jerry? No, I'm thinking of his dad, Brian, Jerry, Brian, Brian Colangelo. Okay, you're you're thinking is how is Brian Colangelo getting possibly getting along with his wife who hacked into his Twitter accounts and made all of these disparaging remarks to make her husband look good, and he said today that uh, all of this he resigned. From the 76ers, which was kind of his only way out of this mess. But he resigned with uh, with an excuse. The excuse being that his wife hacked into his account and it was a misguided attempt to, you know, support her husband. And he knew nothing of it. 
Okay, now that I've said all of that, here's my reaction to that. Right. I don't believe a word of it. I really don't. I think that he had everything to do with all of this. So I don't think there's any problem at the dinner table, other than the fact that his wife might be a little bit upset that he has now thrown her under the bus I mean, and just blamed com- her for it. Just complete semi-truck. Yeah. Boom, boom. Right? Like, backed it up, driven it <laughs> forward, backed it up yeah. again. How could you do that to your wife, even if... Even if he wasn't lying, how could you throw your wife under the bus like that and say she was the sole reason this all happened? <laughs> I mean, clearly, my uh, goodness, his relationship is different than every other man who has a wife. Because <laughs> I don't know how that would work out. You just, even if you guys had come to an agreement prior to this, like, hey, you're going to take the rap if this goes down, you still can't throw her under the bus. You know what's? You know what's? This is so bad. Him throwing his wife under the bus like this, that my wife will probably still get mad at me. <laughs> right? <There's> a, <laughs> all of us are going to be in trouble right. tonight because everybody, of Brian Colangelo. Everybody who has a wife is going to be in trouble tonight <laughs> because of what Brian Colangelo did to his wife today. All of a sudden, the wow. tone is the tone is going to change as soon as you walk into the, the door today. Yeah. How could that guy blame his wife for doing that? Are you kidding me? That's terrible. You husbands. You men are all the same. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I don't know. Clearly we're not because. (laughs) Yeah, there's no way you could ever. I mean, stand up, pal. You've made a a really dumb mistake. It cost you your job. It embarrassed your name and your credibility. But you know what? At least have the guts to stand up and admit it. Listen, even if you don't admit it, there is a way to that to have that statement that was released today and not look like you are just completely dumping your wife. Dumping, right in front of, dumping right, on your wife. Right exactly in, what he did. I mean, there is just a way, a, a better choice of words, just interchange some different words in there. And it's a completely different statement. Instead, it sounds like, yeah, I didn't know my wife was doing it. And, you know, she made a mistake. That's just what it is. You know, I didn't know anything about it. And because of this, I'll resign. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. But the good news is he's still going to make me macaroni and cheese for dinner tonight. (laughs) Yeah, good luck with that. I don't think so. No. Wow. I I could see the next story coming out of Philadelphia being that Mm -hmm. Brian Colangelo's wife has just filed for divorce. Mm -hmm. That's what I could see happening. Next. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's, that's that's definitely coming next. Oh, my God. That's all bad. Absolutely just, yeah, what did you say, Tony? Double bump under the boom, 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 boom. <laughs> run over, yeah, yeah. To run back over the head up, and then the forward, foot. Yeah. Back it up again and roll yeah. it back over. <laughs> that is just brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going home tonight. Lori's not going to be happy. <laughs> Sleeping in the car. She's not going to be happy because of what he did to, yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. All right. We are at the uh, top of the 6 o'clock hour. Coming up on the program, uh, Scraby? We're going to be talking to the, uh, his name is Ron something. Ron Richmond. Ron Richmond. He's from the Oregonian because the uh, player for Oregon State, who was probably one of the best pitchers in the draft, wasn't drafted because of legal problems. So we're going to be talking to him. Legal problems. Big legal problems. This story is a little more involved than that. Yeah, no, it's... It's kind of deep, actually. Yeah, and it's pretty deep. Plus, plus, they had a bunch of first-round picks and, and players drafted in this draft anyway. So we'll be able to hit him up on all from all angles. All right, we'll check into that when we come back. I am uh, Chris Ella.
forgot who you were for yeah. a second. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the list of dancing of the Stars winner. There's actually been three football players who have won. Season in 25, T.O. was in. 25. They've had that many seasons? Yeah. What season is it now? Like, got to be in his 30s now. They're in season, according to this, they've had 26 seasons of it. Hmm. T.O. was in the 25th season. Um, who's Rashad Jennings? Is he a football player? He's a yeah, giant. he played running back. Okay, so the there's Giants. another football player that won. Calvin Johnson didn't win, or did he? No. The other ones that I recognize are Heinz Ward, Donald Driver, win. and the uh, aforementioned, which got us on this discussion in the first place, Emmett, Emmett Smith. Smith. Yes. There's your football player winners. Four of them. I'm Tony Jr. Gwen and Chris? San Diego's only FM sports station, 97.3 The Fan.